You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. I'd like to thank Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. Mommy Steps makes insoles for your shoes that are specifically for pregnancy. These are going to help prevent a ton of foot issues that can creep up during your pregnancy. And you can heat them in your own oven and mold them to your own feet. They're going to make any pair of shoes so comfortable. I've been using these throughout most of my pregnancy and I love them. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and enter the promo code feet, F-E-E-T, at checkout to save 20%. I'd also like to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. This is the one that I've been taking throughout my whole pregnancy. You take it twice a day. It has the active form of folate, which is the probably highest priority on my list when I am looking for a prenatal vitamin. Plus, it has omega-3s and DHA. To check out the vitamin and find out how to save 25% on a one-month supply, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Last week, we talked about eating dates during your pregnancy and how this may actually help your labor. We dug into a bunch of different studies on that and really got into the science behind it to break down the pros and cons of incorporating dates late in your third trimester. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check out episode 112. This week, we are talking about Braxton Hicks contractions, what they are, what can trigger them, and how you can find some relief but also how you can tell the difference between Braxton Hicks contractions and true labor. This episode is a rebroadcast of an episode that aired a really long time ago on the podcast, but I've been getting a lot of questions on this topic, so I thought it would be a good time for a refresher. After listening to this episode, you are going to be a total pro at being able to tell the difference between Braxton Hicks contractions and true labor. Braxton Hicks contractions are named after Dr. John Braxton Hicks, who first described them in 1872. So these are not a new thing and have been around way before there was ever a name for them. Braxton Hicks contractions are also known as prodromal labor or practice contractions. Braxton Hicks are called practice contractions because they are thought to be your body preparing for the real event. If you do experience these, it can also give you an opportunity to practice the breathing exercises that you may have learned in a birth class. These are sporadic uterine contractions that can sometimes start around six weeks into pregnancy. Six weeks is so early, right? Although these can be going on that early, you probably won't fill them until the second trimester or third trimester if you do fill them at all. So what do Braxton Hicks contractions feel like? When you have contractions, you are going to fill your uterus, your lower abdomen, or your groin, or some combination of the three, 
tighten or squeeze and then relax. When this happens with Braxton Hicks contractions, the muscles of the uterus tighten for around 30 to 60 seconds. Sometimes they can go on as long as two minutes. Some women describe Braxton Hicks as tightening in the abdomen that comes and goes. And some say that these fake contractions feel like mild menstrual cramps. In general, Braxton Hicks contractions are irregular and usually more uncomfortable than they are painful. Occasionally, they can be strong and painful, and like everything pregnancy-related, they're going to be different for everyone. These are unpredictable and irregular in intensity, and they're not going to increase in intensity, and they will taper off and disappear. There are some things that can trigger Braxton Hicks, and some of these are when mom or baby are really active, if somebody touches your belly, when your bladder is full, following sex, and especially dehydration. When you are dehydrated, your muscles can spasm, which can trigger a contraction. And dehydration is thought to be a major factor in extended Braxton Hicks. I know you have heard it multiple times on other episodes, but make sure that you drink plenty of water. Braxton Hicks contractions may be uncomfortable, but they don't cause labor or open the cervix. Basically, they do not cause actual labor. They are perfectly normal and nothing to worry about. Braxton Hicks do not harm your baby in any way. And in fact, some medical professionals say that these contractions are toning your uterus and promoting the flow of blood to your placenta. So think of it as just nourishing your baby. Let's talk about some things that you can do to alleviate Braxton Hicks. We talked earlier about staying hydrated. If you are experiencing what you think may be Braxton Hicks, have a nice tall glass of water or a few glasses of water. Do your best to try and relax. You can try some rhythmic breathing or taking long, deep breaths to relax. Also, since a full bladder may trigger contractions, make sure that you don't put off going to the bathroom. False contractions will often stop when you change position or get up and move around. So if you've been sitting or lying down for a while, try taking a walk. And if you have been moving around a lot, take a break and sit or try lying down on your left side, which may help ease some of the discomfort. You can even try to take a nap if they are not too bothersome. It can also be helpful to take a warm bath or listen to some soothing music. And this could be a great excuse to treat yourself to a prenatal massage. There are some basic questions that you can run through to tell the difference between Braxton Hicks and true labor contractions. The first question is, how often? often are the contractions happening. If it is Braxton Hicks, the contractions are often irregular and they do not get closer together. If the contractions are true labor, they will come at regular intervals and they will continue to get closer together and stronger in intensity. The next question is, do the contractions change when you move? Often with Braxton Hicks, contractions may stop when you get up and walk or when you sit or lie down and rest, and they may even stop if you just simply change the position that you're sitting or standing in. If you are really going into labor, moving, resting, or changing positions will not stop contractions, and they will continue no matter what position you're in or whether or not you are moving or resting. Next up is to ask yourself how strong the contractions are. Of course, this will be subjective and different for everyone, but in general with Braxton Hicks, they're usually weak and don't get much stronger, or they can start off strong at first and then they will get weaker. If you are really in labor, contractions will steadily get stronger and stronger as time goes on. 
The last question you want to ask yourself is, where do you feel the pain or discomfort? Usually with Braxton Hicks, you're going to feel it only in the front of your abdomen or pelvis. With true labor, contractions are more intense and they'll start in your lower back and move to the front of your abdomen, or they're going to start in your abdomen and move to your back rather than just in one localized spot. The key to differentiating between Braxton Hicks and real contractions is that real contractions will consistently get longer, stronger, and closer together. If your contractions are easing up in any way, they are most likely Braxton Hicks. There's no real test for Braxton Hicks contractions, but if you're having them and your doctor or midwife suspects that it could be preterm labor, they may do some fetal monitoring tests to record the length and duration of your contractions, as well as monitor the heartbeat of your baby. Or your care provider may check for other signs of preterm labor, like dilation of your cervix or the presence of certain proteins. I want to talk about what real labor feels like and when you should call your doctor or midwife. Really quick, before we get to that, I want to do a quick word from our sponsors. Zoller makes a really high quality prenatal vitamin. They use the active form of folate rather than folic acid. I've done a pile of research on this topic. That's one of the top things that I look for in a prenatal vitamin. Plus, it also has omega-3s and DHA. So for me, that means that I don't have to take a separate omega-3 supplement, which just simplifies things. Pregnancy is complicated enough, so the simpler we can make things, the better, right? I've been taking the prenatal vitamin from Zoller throughout my whole pregnancy. I was actually taking it before I conceived, and I've been so happy with this vitamin. I have read so many labels, I've done a pile of research, and I've tried a lot of different vitamins, and this one is by far my favorite and the one that I really, really recommend. To check it out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. And on that page, you can find out how to save 25% when you buy a one-month supply on Amazon. Another thing that I've been using throughout this pregnancy that I love recommending is the insoles from Mommy Steps. Mommy Steps makes insoles specifically for pregnancy. I did an episode a little while back on foot issues that can come up during pregnancy. That included all kinds of things from your arch flattening out to your foot actually going up a shoe size during your pregnancy. There are all kinds of wacky things that can happen to your feet. But the good news is by getting some insoles for your shoes and making sure that you really have that arch support, you can really prevent so many of those problems. I've been wearing these insoles throughout almost my whole pregnancy. I've been so happy with them. They've really helped me out with a lot of lower back pain that I was having earlier on. And they make any pair of shoes so comfy. I have a pair in my running shoes and also a pair in just a pair of black flats. And I have insoles in my Toms. I feel like Tom's shoes were already comfortable, but they're even more comfortable after I heated up insoles in my oven, molded them to my feet, and then popped those in my Tom's. To check these out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and enter the promo code feet, that's F-E-E-T at checkout to save 20%. Okay, let's get back to this episode and talk about what real labor can feel like. 
Real labor feels different for every woman and will probably be different from one pregnancy to the next. Generally, true labor contractions cause discomfort and pressure in your pelvis and a discomfort or dull ache in your back or lower abdomen. And you may also feel discomfort in your sides and thighs. Some women describe contractions as strong menstrual cramps, while others describe them as strong waves that feel like diarrhea cramps. The discomfort will come and go at regular intervals and it will increase in frequency and intensity with time. It sounds so cliche when everybody says that you will know when you are in labor, but I swear it is so true. Trust your instincts and trust yourself to know the difference between Braxton Hicks and real contractions. When you are actually going into labor, I promise you will know. When should you call your doctor or midwife? If you have not reached 37 weeks, you're going to want to call your care provider right away if your contractions are becoming more frequent, rhythmic, or painful basically if you think that they are true contractions, or if you have any possible signs of preterm labor. Some signs of preterm labor may include vaginal bleeding or spotting, an increase in vaginal discharge, or a change in the type of discharge, which would be if it becomes really watery, mucousy, or bloody, even if it's only pink or blood-tinged. Keep in mind that discharge does tend to increase as your pregnancy progresses, so you are looking for a sudden major difference in the consistency or color. Another sign of preterm labor is a lot more pressure in the pelvic area, which is a feeling that your baby is pushing down. And lastly, low back pain, especially if it's dull or rhythmic and you didn't previously have any back pain. Generally, if you are past 37 weeks, there isn't a need to call your care provider just for contractions until they are about one minute long or five minutes apart and continue for one hour. If your doctor or midwife has given you different guidelines, then obviously you're going to want to go by those. Ask your care provider when you should call or come in with contractions. Remember, there are three measurements you will want to keep track of. The length of a single contraction, the length of time between contractions, and how long they have been going on. There are a ton of simple apps for your phone that make it super easy to time and keep track of them. If you ever have any doubt, call your care provider. They can probably tell how your labor is progressing or if you are just having Braxton Hicks by talking to you on the phone. If you are having contractions that you cannot walk or talk through, it may be time to head to your hospital or birth center or if you are having a home birth to tell your midwife to come on over. I also want to mention that there is something called round ligament pain that shows up as sharp shooting pains on the sides of your abdomen and it can also travel into your groin area. These are not contractions. These pains are from the ligaments that support your uterus and attach to your pelvis as they are being stretched as your uterus grows. Round ligament pain tends to occur with movement like standing up, rolling over, coughing, sneezing, or even urinating, and they typically only last a few seconds or minutes. If you are experiencing round ligament pain, you can try to change your position or activity lying on the opposite side supporting your abdomen when you stand up or roll over, moving more slowly, resting and relaxing, and finally a hot bath or heating pad may help. 
You should be a pro on Braxton Hicks contractions after this episode. To recap everything we talked about, we went into Braxton Hicks contractions and what they are, what can trigger them, how you can get some relief, how they are different from real contractions, and how to tell when you are actually going into labor. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Pregnancy Podcast. I hope that you find this episode helpful in knowing the difference between Braxton Hicks and the real thing. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 113.